2: place to escape
1: to this is the last on the left <laughs>
0: right that's when the cannibalism started what was that
1: i may tell you this right now though uh-huh. Kistels, if you are still getting invited to parties right you should go to some yeah of course you got to do you I go to you invite me anywhere. I'll be there. Absolutely, I
2: love it. anywhere, anywhere, Alaska, Jamaica. I'll go. Just invite um, me, please, uh,
1: Mister Kissel. Here's ten dollars. Will you come to my uh, uh, the neighborhood boys come flight? Actually, <laughs> I like have with the whiskey. I gotta busy. come. I'm busy. Oh, <laughs> I my thought goodness. you said you come to everything. All right, I, honestly, but do you go to parties? I do if I'm invited,
2: yeah, if the apartment's big enough. Okay, this is Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben Kissel. That's Henry Zabrowski. Uh, he went to yeah. a party last night, and he was, before we recorded, quite braggadocious. You also might hear another fella, that's Travis Morningstar, coming in hot with some takes. I'm sure some hot takes. I don't know.
0: Present.
1: Present, yes, Present. whatever. Present. Um, I, um, I, I, I was just, because Natalie and I had a long conversation about right. how we're entering the world of, I mean, yes, we are married. <clears throat> You know of what course. I mean? And it's nice. Yes. And it's nice. And we got, what do we got? What did we receive for our registry? I'll tell you what. You know what's nice? Getting the free things, except only wine glasses. That's we good. received. Well, you guys didn't uh, have a registry. We did have a registry, uh, but I don't expect <laughs> my parents. I don't believe in well, friends buying a- gifts because I've never bought gifts for a wedding.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, got you, you know. a, I
1: got you a gift, though. You did? I bought I you the, the book the, on The Golden Dawn. You bought me a full transcript uh-huh. of the history and the rituals of the uh, a Golden Dawn Society in the UK, which means a great deal. It's really nice. You are actually one of the only ones who did. I did it. Thank you, everyone. But the family that sent gifts sent only wine glasses. So we only have, we have about 56 <laughs> wine glasses. <laughs> and then my agent bought me one plate. <laughs> and so it's stuff where you're really? like, all right, we got a all this plate. shit. But we were just Th- saying. That's how, like, one of
2: those where it's like, they you
1: thank that, you I, I always needed a plate ah plate it's good no it's about unity it's about me and natalie having an intimate dinner where we literally have to separate the food because she doesn't eat meat and all the meat can be on my side of a plate yeah I see. It's our it's marriage like, plate right but a part of it is we sit like, I, cause I I don't want to do the thing of like, well, we're married, we don't go out anymore because this is spooky time. This is our fucking time of year. This is the time, I mean, absolutely. This is the time when you are listening to this, it's Halloween. Congrats, right? you made it. But we're like, we're sitting there, like we got invited to parties. We never get invited anymore like right. we have to get up and we have to go because no. if not, the friends cease to exist. Oh, yeah, and then you don't you'll don't be excommunicated,
2: um, and they'll be bitter. They'll be kind of upset that you didn't show up, and then slowly but surely uh, they'll realize that somebody might want to actually attend their party, and then they're going to invite them, and then you'll be on the chopping block. So you got to go. Got to go. Got to put your
1: face in. Got to make time. So what did we do? Valiant to the spooky children of the night. I put on a wig. Nat put on something sexy. She said she was down on vacation. We had a great time. Nice. But it's important. I, I, we learned a lesson, which is put your Halloween shoes on uh-huh. and do your Halloween so, thang. It's a Halloween thang you wouldn't understand. We're going to talk about some Halloween movies that we watched throughout
2: this past October or current October, I suppose. And maybe a couple of stories we'll pepper in there as well. Um, so, yes. Anyway, that was a story about how Henry went to a party, um, which I don't. I'm not sure why we all heard it. But I think it's great to know.
1: I think it's important to remember <laughs> that you got to go to the parties while they're available, because right. one day they will not be available. They will not be. Well, I have you to will say- just be sitting around. I'll be doing like weird, like weather vane, steelwork, sculpture alone, and in, right. in a barn somewhere. Which actually sound, doesn't sound bad. No, that sounds great.
2: Yeah. And, you know, if we are going to do if we're doing full confessions of like, what did you do last night? I relapsed on Papa John's. I no. got about $50 worth and I didn't stop eating it for about four hours. I had to delay the recording of today's podcast by an hour to because take I, a shit. No, I just could not. I mean, it was my body is going through a lot. I am half garlic sauce right now and I forgot how much I loved it. But the problem is with Papa John's. It doesn't fill you up. It just makes you want more because it's all just salt and sugar. It's so, literally
1: packing peanuts with cheese and sauce on it. Oh man, don't get me hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> that see? is good. But does does Brooke just cower in the corner <laughs> with a glass of wine, like watching, go no. like, I could do anything I want. I'm an adult man. I could do. Look at me and just rubbing garlic <laughs> sauce on <laughs> your armpits and shit. And she's what? just like, whatever makes him
2: not do it to me. You know, she is. She eats a moderate amount of food. A good slice of pizza, maybe two, and she's then kickboxer. Yeah, she, she's doing her kickboxing, then she does yoga and stretches, and I just don't move, and I eat, and I eat, and I eat, and I eat, and then I look in the mirror, and I just wonder what the hell happened to me, you know? You, so you, anyway, different. different you, I wasn't invited to a party, so invite me to your parties, otherwise i just eat Papa John's all alone. And uh, Well, not alone, but I am alone. You know, it doesn't matter who is around. When I'm eating Papa John's and I'm in the zone, I'm like you Michael are Jordan. Alone. I'm alone. <laughs> yeah,
1: you are alone. Zone. Yes, exactly. It's you looking in the mirror. All you see is Papa John looking back. Back of the mirror. Yes, and and he is.
2: he's saying something really offensive, and I say, Mister
1: John. And and you're just sticking your fingers in your ears, going blah 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 blah. blah, 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 It's such
0: a dark ritual, though. Like, do you just like uh, light a banana pepper on fire, like it's a piece of sandalwood? Oh my god, (laughs) dude, those those banana
2: peppers. Anyway, we don't. This is not the elderly conversation. I know I did it. Well, we opened it up to
1: shame corner, And, (laughs) and you know what I did to shame corner a long time ago, Kissel. What? I got rid of it. You did, huh? And I turned it into Celebration Station. Oh, that's great. Instead of me feeling shame (laughs) about the things, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I right. don't believe in anything. It's pleasures are pleasures. And if I'm going to like it one way, if, you're gonna, if you can't handle Kissel at a, a blackout in the middle of a Papa John's bench, then you won't be able to deserve Kissel when he's slinging Bon mots on last podcast on the left.
2: There it is. Absolutely. The Deliverer driver was truly shocked by the amount of food he delivered.
1: <laughs> and he was uh, like, shut your mouth. No. I'll send you back to your home country. And I he's did. like, I'm from Staten Island. Yes.
2: No, that's a, so, He did seem to be quite judgmental, but that's okay. All right, so we're gonna talk about some movies that we saw here this October, and also we'll tell a couple of stories uh, or read a couple of stories. There's one here that's interesting, Henry, and it kind of reminded me of what happened with you because you were once posted on a website called Chubbarama, and yep. this was because you did something on MTV where you were, you know, and really,
1: your I was prostrate. Was- I literally was being made love to by Michael Ian Black, and I had to simulate sex noises right and in that and then i was sexualized by the
2: internet <laughs> afterwards right and of course you also had something on mtv it was some horrible game show that i don't know if anybody watched nonetheless henry had to wear beef jerky suspenders and as a punishment i was
1: the punishment
2: henry was so <laughs> he is the punishment keep that in mind uh for someone who got an answer wrong they had to eat the beef jerky off of his disgusting hairy italian chest so well, that was
1: or polish rather polish chest. but that was the shit that ended up that was the 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 that was the sausage link that launched a thousand <laughs> chips. That was my first fucking goddamn role yeah. on television and it kept rolling. It, it kept rolling ever since then, man. Ha huh, yeah. man, reeling back the years. My time uh, in Hollywood has uh, been a right, learning experience. Yes,
2: I do remember our friends being like, Henry's making it. He's on TV. I'm like, what's the role? He's like He's human, he's human meat. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Everybody hates him. So what's going on here is it's a website, and now this website is tricking people into getting slimed. Like you see it like the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards or whatever. The yeah. green slime, it used to be all over. I don't know if the
1: game shows still do it for the kids now. I'm not sure what they're up to. But this website encourages. No, the game shows are now just, it's just five people that host all the game shows. It's like Steve Harvey, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, from Drew Carey. Oh, he does yeah. one. That's I believe right. Wayne
0: Brady does seven of them now.
1: I haven't heard about Wayne Brady in a while. I think he might
2: be – I think he's just retired. I think he's off no, in Europe. No, no. uh, he's Uruguay. doing
0: well. If you go to any laundromat and they have a TV playing, he's on that okay. TV. Oh, he is good. on that TV. So now this person,
2: he put out some – I don't know. He wanted sexy models, and it was like, what, on Craigslist or something. And basically these models just stand there, and they get slimed, but they're fully clothed. And sure. I don't think they know that this is then going to be used for sexual purposes. I don't know why they – they would think that this was happening at all, but I don't believe that they know what what they're actually doing. I think, so
0: I think it's a production company that says like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to set in on some filming of B roll?" Because okay. there's a lot of websites that sell just like very strange stock photos or stock oh, yeah.
1: videos. That's my favorite thing in the world is to go through stock footage. You can go and you can buy all the shit. It's people doing random ass shit. It's like people. F- uh, uh, laughing at salads, right? And then, but you right. would also do like weird ones where it's like woman with gun to man's <laughs> head and stuff. Where it's like this is all being shot somewhere deep in uh, by the airport here in L.A. Right? But they just have a conveyor belt of B.G. actors come in and do this shit. So what happens
2: now? So you go out there. You're a family of five. You're a, you're a father of five. You want to make two hundred and fifty bucks because you got to feed the kids and and get diapers on them and stuff. So you're like, oh, I'll go get slimed on camera, and then of you course. find out that a bunch. Of middle aged wealthy dudes are doing horrible things with the idea of you being slimed. I mean, well, the thing is,
0: you don't find out. How don't you find out? Because this is very much like David Ferrier's uh, Tickled movie. Yes. And he's also the guy who did Dark Tourist. Okay, um, but yeah, so it's you... been since
1: revealed that they uh, are being featured on fetish websites.
2: So this must be a pretty big surprise. I'm gonna say, first of all, if there is a request to get slimed, don't take it unless you really do need the money. In which case, take it. But I,
1: I so let me just ask you a question. So what are the actual pictures? The pictures well, of them standing clothed and then being covered in slime. So the like pictures being slimed. Are Yes, the pictures are it's straight
2: to camera, the women are wearing like on or like a bathing suits. It looks like there's like balloons around and stuff. I'm not really sure what's going on. Uh, the guy definitely has a lot of shower curtains, um, probably an abundance of shower curtains, given the fact that he's a slime fetishist. And sure. um, according to this, this is the source that the article used. Now, this person, she's called Deep Fryer Girl, which I don't know why her <laughs> name is Deep Fryer Girl. Sure. Uh, but that's it. That grease, the slime. Uh, she says I have a slime fetish and these videos definitely seem like they're made for people like me. She goes on to say they mentioned the word messy a few times in the site, which is just oh, yeah. which is just kind of <laughs> which just kind of confirms for me that they know they're making fetish material because wet and messy fetishism has a huge online presence. Uh, the fact that they have separate pages for male female contestants in quotes was what really makes me positive that they know they're making and selling Fetish content. Okay, so I, I didn't know that this was a fetish, but I learned something new every day. And again, I don't care. Have well, a little fun. But I imagine
1: there are the people like um in the world of people who enjoy cum or worship or the idea of being slathered and cum—I could see this as a good side fetish. Like this, obviously, kind of segues over to the other world where if you're not looking for cum, but you like the idea of people covered in viscous liquid, I can uh, see why that that works. I could see it clinging to breasts. I can sure. see that. I can well, imagine. Now I think it. You might. I think you might be into it now. No, I'm just saying That's I fine. can see it. I get it. But a part of it is with. Um, what do we do with society? And maybe this is a question for. I think it's a question for everybody, but I, I automatically I sling it towards the women. I don't mean to use the term sling when okay. it comes to all the cum and, the, and, the, and all the, the juice good. and all the slime. Very good self-censorship. I, I wonder, <laughs> it, but it's stuff like anything can be jerked off to. Like at some point, if you go to those feet websites, these are not women taking their pictures. Like, how do women specifically feel when a picture of your foot, which is just a normal, innocuous picture of your foot, is put onto a foot fetish website, disembodied from you? Hmm. Like, if you've ever seen your feet on a website, like, how does it make you feel? I'm sure it's obviously an invasion of privacy, but it's also a weird thing where anybody could be jerking off to anything.
2: Well, I suppose so. I don't know if I could pick.
1: I think I could pick
2: my foot out of a uh, out of a uh, foot lineup there they're pretty interesting but nonetheless yes it, uh, that is uh, the only thing that's problematic here is that the people don't know they're going to be uh, yes. used yes for this and so you got to tell them that's what i would say um, but it seems like this slime <laughs> fetishist is uh is quite into it well so. and two,
0: two things uh got to make a call back to i think Deep Fryer Girl was her name, right? Deep Fryer Girl. She should now be called Grease Witherspoon to make a callback to your mistake. In the oh, last right! Episode. Leave it alone. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah, no, it was a good but mistake. It was good. It was a happy accident. Secondly, uh, it makes me think like all the movies that sort of have made people have like uh, fetishes in their later life. Like the the have you guys seen the, the Greasy Strangler? Oh yeah, that's kind of a thing now because those what's that? It's a movie about a serial killer who covers himself in grease. And You've strangled. never
1: seen a greasy strangler? No. This is, I'm
0: going to put this right now on Halloween, right? It's
1: Halloween. If you're going to watch something tonight and you believe that your spouse or the people you with have a strong stomach, an excellent— An entertaining hour and twenty minutes of your life is the Greasy Strangler. If you can handle grease-covered old men and huge cocks, (laughs) but a part of it is, but a part of this, the the the, these two men that are from Greasy Strangler are becoming weird fetish idols because of this movie. Really, because of that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so that actually is
0: coming to fruition. Then okay, they have they are highly sought after. Two
1: 60-year-old men really covered with weird-ass cross-eyed hipster groupies, <laughs> which is a part of it. It's like if you could, like, <laughs> manufacture, which I don't understand, you can be open about saying we are shooting slime fetish movies. Right. Women will come and do it. Sure, and I, there's a lot of men as well
2: that do I, it. I, I, so, met, yes.
0: I met the greasy strangler, and he had perfectly soft, dry hands. Really? No grease whatsoever. You got to pay up for the grease. But you know what it is. It's being covered in the grease for
1: so long. It's like when I did the peanut butter shit for Pretty Face, the fats from it make your skin really supple. Yes. It's really very nice. It's like it's a thing, it seeps in and it makes it very moist, very soft.
2: When you are filming Pretty Face, you have the softest skin that you've ever had. I love it. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about movies. So anyway, no problems with the slime, but just let them know if they're going to be on some one of these adult sites. You don't have a Henry Zebrowski situation where he ends up on Chubbarama and got a bunch of weird messages from a lot of <laughs> interested dudes.
1: Well, one of the intense things ever, it was the closest I've ever get to kind of feeling what it's like to be a lady when I had like messages being like, I want to come in your brain. Okay. And people well, let's saying move on. terrible things. Men are <laughs> let's
2: very awesome. aggressive. Let's Let's move on. All right, I have a movie here. This is my this is my movie now. Henry and I actually disagree on this film and I think that's quite stunning because I thought it was terrifying, and it is called Terrifier. I love this movie. Uh, It's about a clown who never makes a sound, and the actor, I think, just does a great job of of getting a full character through, and it is truly scary. The deaths are pretty badass. The acting isn't horrible, and it's shot well, and one of the scenes is so brutal. A woman is upside down, and it just, you can imagine what happens with a saw, and it was like one of those where it's like, oh my god, I, I, you know it I had is? to turn away, uh, turn away a little bit, which that doesn't happen all the time in horror films. So I thought it was a pretty good Halloween pick.
1: I I am now moving towards in my own not a subtler version of horror I do like uh, very very intense horror but I felt like they there was something to terrify her that was lacking but um, not like Kate Corcoran who is like an actual friend of Natalie and I she's re- actually pretty great in that movie and the look of the clown is great awesome. but I, I, I feel like it's better for a movie that you toss on the background at, at a party than a movie I would sit and watch but where now- then opposite it is that when I rediscovered Because of You when we rediscovered Taurus Trap oh it's then great it, specifically Joe Bob Briggs version of it on Shudder mm-hmm. where that was I was like oh this is like a really kooky ass slasher there's a lot of weird shit in this it's got good performances and it's it's not only got good kills in it but it's got a lot of fucking hooky do psychic shit a lot of ghost stuff it's right fun and a a big twist there
2: in tourist trap as well that you kind of see coming but also kind of don't know if it's gonna happen and i I, yeah tourist trap is badass um but that is funny that you didn't think uh, because i was truly scared watching terrifier and i thought the clown just like i'm like if That's the best that, part. If I saw that clown in real life, I'm just going to go to. If we see that clown at the Halloween party, we're going to. I'm just going to the opposite direction immediately. That
1: clown is a really good creation by costume design. Yeah, it is really, really, really good. I think it looks really cool. I just felt like it could be. I wanted more. I'm going to say, as far as uh, silent
2: killers, we got Jason, we got Michael. Well, uh, and I'm going to put the clown of Terrifier in there as one of the best silent killers in cinema history. I'm going there.
1: Hush is very good.
0: Hush, Hush is, is very good.
1: Yeah. Yes. I, you know what uh we've been working on which cuz we have been, we made our pledge to make it through all of Hellraiser and now we've made it through we just did Hellraiser Ooh. 6. Yeah. Um and so what I would say is fuck the haters, man. Really? Hellraiser 1, obviously, yes. classic. Love it. Hellraiser 2. Essentially, it's a half an hour recap of Hellraiser 1, mixed with a fun, the engineer, uh, at the very end, the doctor, with the big sort of umbilical cord tube on top of his head. Badass final villain. They tried to replace Pinhead. Doug Bradley realized they were trying to replace Pinhead and threw a fucking thing. And he's like, no, Pinhead is fucking in charge here. Of course. So he came in, Pinhead came back, which he was not officially named Pinhead until Hellraiser 2. Mm -hmm. Hellraiser... Razor Three is absolute hot garbage. It's it one is one of the biggest <laughs> drop-offs is.
2: in horror movie hit in horror Awful. franchise history.
1: Awful film, but understand what you're watching. Understand this is a part of the mid '90s uh, after Seven and a lot of like weird idea of like people being obsessed with art dealers. Do you remember right. that being a thing in the '90s? A lot of movies happened around art dealers. Well, now is is three? Just so I can be clear here.
2: When uh, the guy who owns the nightclub, who has yes. like that huge thing that has all the that that has the all faces the bodies it. in it, all the faces, that's three, correct?
1: That's three. Okay,
2: so yes, that film. Now, is that the one also where all of a sudden one of the uh,
1: uh, cenobites just starts flinging DVDs out of their stomach? It is. Got one of the more original of the what Gremlins Two did to mm. many sequels since and before was what they build up to Gremlins Two was that they. They decided to be like, let's throw some variety in there. Right. Let's get a centibite for everybody. So, yes, they did have the CD head centibite, which okay. was pretty fun, though. It was, was fun. Stuff in it that, all that stuff was fun. They got good lady centibites in it. But I'm going to say is, if you want to go back, I'm going to revise. I want to flip the script. Okay. Hellraiser 4, Hellraiser Bloodline. It is wonderfully entertaining. Really? It is. It is. It, there is no plot. That's Same the problem. Thing, no, but it's great. It's also great. Okay, the fact that there is no discernible plot. It is. (laughs) it, It is a. It takes place in space. It takes place in 1996 and in the 1700s. You got the toy maker. The first appearance of Adam Scott in a film. Really? He plays a (laughs) ripoff of Tom Cruise from the uh, interview with the vampire. Okay. Which is fucking fantastic. Uh, I love Hellraiser 4 and Hellraiser 5. Also gives everything else a run for its money. Wow! Because what it is it is fun because Hellraiser also was interesting is that Dimension Hellraiser it's I believe it is four five and six they had old scripts that had nothing to do with the pinhead or, <laughs> or or centibites or that stuff right and they had to figure out how to flip them up sure sure but they ended up using those old scripts and then just sticking centibites in them right yeah it's like which is like, great like it wasn't well done. But no, it was just like, it right. was accidental art. That's okay. the way I would put it. It reminds me of like surrealist shit where they just throw a bunch of, you throw a bunch of shit at the wall. But the last three uh, Hellraisers, what well, was not the last three? I'm going to go th- find the the director of Hellraiser 5, okay. Scott Derrickson, went on to make a fucking bunch of shit that was really good. He made, he wrote and directed Doctor Strange oh, and okay. Sinister. So there's stuff in it. They're like... That's a pretty some talented Honestly, shit. And and both Hellraiser four and five suffer from the fact that they were originally two hour films that they cut down to an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> so there's a lot of lore that's left a lot, on the
2: table. Yeah, a lot left on the chopping floor and on, on the chopping block floor. I guess there cutting a lot left on the cutting room floor. There, it is interesting. Horror has broken some of the greatest directors of all time, Peter Jackson, as well, of course. Former, uh, you know, what was it, Dead Alive, and mm-hmm. and then also,
1: you know, what else? You realize, you know, what horror broke. What? Steven Spielberg with duel. Oh. Look at huh. that. He went on to do <laughs> a lot of stuff. You fucking piece of shit. All right. No <laughs> I'm I I mean, a
0: genius. I am in a Papa John's pain struggle right now. Okay? Good. I'm glad that's why I got you against the ropes. I know, I know. The art dealer trope that you're talking about, Henry, from the nineties. Do you yeah. remember Tales from the Dark Side?
1: Yes, that's that what I'm was in that of. too. That was in Tales from the Hood has a whole art dealer thing too which we tried to play last Halloween and we bummed out everybody everybody got all <laughs> upset for some reason politically and I was like yeah but it's still a fun ass horror movie it that's is time a fun horror film." All right, so we, also, this year we watched Scream we had people over and we watched Scream honestly, and Scream is wonderful Scream yeah
2: Scream is fine that's one of those films where you'll never get the first time watching it ever again yes. which kind of bums me out a little bit because the first Except. time I was like oh my god it's so meta and then um, it was really mind boggling and, and life changing but
0: now now, of course. Recently, I've been wanting to, like, trepanate my own skull and remove the memory of Hereditary so I can watch it over again. That would be, good.
1: That would you be very just good. D- just say forget, 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 forget. I tell you, know who, you know what brings you back in a scream? Rose McGowan. Oh, of course. she's Rose McGowan called... To the 13 year old boy back into me when I had first mm-hmm. seen that film. Hands and to it God. It's just like, it's like a flute that makes you fucking horny.
2: Uh oh, I don't know about all that. All right, I wanna, I wanna plug this, this film here before Henry goes into a whole Rose McGowan fantasy uh, that no one wants to hear about. Um, so, uh, we, as we talked about Mandy, wonderful Nicolas Cage film, we went and we watched the director's first film, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Now, this movie, I'm not gonna say it's for everyone, it's a little bit a like a senior thesis um yes. he knows how to do everything and you're like kind of like congratulations buddy um this looks gorgeous could use a little bit more dialogue perhaps a little bit more of a story but if you have two hours and maybe you have an edible, maybe you got a little weed vape pen and maybe you're just totally sober i have no idea i don't judge i would down and watch it
1: i wouldn't jump in sober to be no, honest, not, that it, movie is fantastic, but it is what well, we talked about it a couple times. It's style over substance, mm-hmm. so it's got like it's got all of the makings of what then would make Mandy incredible. Like yes. it has all that. Like it has the the bones. Yes, because it's it's that movie. There's a couple of movies that are in that world that are really good. There's a movie called The Fury. Okay, that is is similar to Beyond the Black Rainbow, but it's not what it's the movies that like Beyond the Black Rainbow were. Celebrating?
2: Yes. I'm going to say this. If you're having people over and you really want to impress
1: them, um,
2: <laughs> ha- watch The Haunting of Hill House. Watch anything else, but not, not Beyond the Black Rainbow. But if you are with a significant other and you just, again, want to waste two hours, not waste, but you're just looking at – it's like walking through a museum where you're like, huh.
0: Okay. If you, huh, if, so you uh, if you if you want to gauge your interest in Beyond the Black Rainbow, I suggest watching the Detective Popcorn commercial that me and Sarah made, <laughs> yes. which is just a complete ripoff of Beyond the Black Rainbow <laughs> of all the brain oh things my. and Beyond. Yeah, it's pretty great.
2: Very good plug. Very good plug, Travis. There and you, you can get those plushies on our website. Last podcast merch. Uh, go check those out. They're selling like hotcakes. You can get them, and you have to. So yes. So if you're in the mood for an art house film. Beyond the Black Rainbow, as Henry just said, it's everything that Mandy is, but without any of the fun story, basically. Yes, <laughs> yes. But, yes. Uh, but it yes. is still worth it because the director, obviously, he's got a lot of talent. And I'm excited to see what he does going forward.
1: The, the, so i Maybe toss a couple of these that I'll also all say right. that are pretty fucking great. I mean, we've all been watching the Haunting of Hill House. I've not finished I, it. I've but finished it's definitely it. Definitely edging towards more. It's very scary. We did. There was a yeah. jump scare that got me and Nat so bad we scared the fuck out of Wendy.
2: Really? <laughs> what was that one? Uh, also, this is a. I'm going to say this spoiler alert because this is this is still new. So if you haven't watched the haunted uh, the Haunting of Hill House, I don't want to ruin anything for you. So earmuffs, I guess. But what was the jump scare?
1: Um, when they are fighting in the car. Uh, it's the two sisters going to go after, they're going back to the Hill House, house yep. to go find them, and they're fighting in the car, and the fucking ghost shows up in between them. We... Yes. We... Jumped! That was I have awesome. not. I have not done. I have not gotten a scare like that in quite a fucking long time. Besides, besides Hereditary. Hereditary yes. did the same thing.
2: That that jump scare was so awesome. The one thing about Haunting of Hill House, I, I, you know, of course, I, I watch these things. I finished the whole ten episodes, and I'm like, I, I enjoyed it. It gets a little bit too dramatic. The last episode, yes. everyone's just kind of crying on each other's shoulders, and I'm like, Give me the death! Like, what's happening? Where are the ghosts? I want death. Um, I want but, death. That's yeah. That's what. I get but that's, that's okay I'm. that happens um but I will say when I so I googled it. I'm like Haunted of Hill House. Let's get some reviews. And all these people are like, it's mental health. It's all about mental health. I'm like, just can you just make it? A, it's just about ghosts. It's about ghosts. <laughs> just don't it's like about ghosts. It's about it's about ghosts. Like yes, families it's not, are it's
1: weird. It's not something serious. It's yes.
2: just ghosts. It's ghosts it's, in the house, and even bad with the ghosts. Right. And I don't know why everyone tries to make it like this super like it's all about it's all about um, you know mental health issues and all this stuff. I'm like, yes, it is a little bit about sure. that for sure. sure but whatever. it's also yeah. about ghosts. It's like, about ghosts. That's that's it. And I, so I thought that was the best Netflix series I have seen in a long time. It's one of those where Netflix, I saw 10 episodes and I was like, oh, my God, I can't. I hate that Netflix makes their series so long. Same thing with Making a Murder. I want to watch season two, but I also don't have 30 hours to do it. Um, I just uh, so, I have
1: very little interest in making a murderer
2: season two. I know I have to watch it so I can comment on the Stephen Avery stuff. I don't know. Check out just a bit of a uh, of an aside here. Just Google evidence that they didn't put into the documentary the first time, and it really made me feel like I thought it kind of discredited the documentarian. It,
1: it is very tell- icky. What, what you learn that they leave out. But yeah. I don't. I really don't like that. And the thing that we all got. It was one of those things where we were gonna, got all mad watching the first season, and then I found out that it was like so editorialized yes afterwards that you're just like well you already kind of fooled me once and now i don't really want to be fooled again and i don't want to have to do all the secondary research right in order just to watch this series because we already got enough fucking research to do exactly that I don't need to sit <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, that's just more work
2: it just boggles my mind when documentarians like they have something that they want they're like they, they want him to be innocent so then they just make it that way and it just it makes me not trust them as uh, true documentarians. They're like Dinesh D'Souza, which is the biggest <laughs> horror movie of the year, "Death of America." So which awesome. you, don't don't we? I bought it for fifteen dollars, so technically I gave him money, which makes oh, me so bad. you gave
1: him but money. I
2: had to buy it because it was. It's fascinating to watch his revisionist history, but that's, I'm not, I, I on Abe Top At two episodes ago, I did a little review, so listen to it there. We're not going to talk about that cluster I would, pile of crap, but anyway, going back to Haunted of, uh, of Hill House really quick, uh, highly recommend it. You burn right through it. And um, you know, it's just one of those when when Netflix
1: hits it uh, out of the they hit it, they hit it, yeah, they hit it. They really know what they're doing, but it's mostly just because they leave their creators alone. So a lot of times, they get the right people doing the right stuff. They fucking massacre it. But then also, I'm not going to say I was a part of a series that did not receive a lot of uh, (laughs) that I receive a lot of overhead uh, development or help, and then it kind of just disappears onto the gigantic swirling storm of content. that is Netflix.
2: Yes, Um, Netflix. Basically, when I Here's someone being like, we have a movie. It's going right to Netflix. Um, It reminds me of someone being like, I have a podcast. It's going to be about cars. (laughs) It's
1: it's a bit saturated. But it's it's cool. It's cool. uh, What I would say is, but honestly – Tonight though, it's not really about watching a series. It's like it's Halloween. Yes. I'm sure now you've probably already partied. I tell you what, I'm pretty permanently hungover from October, (laughs) but we're still go we're still going. Like Like I'm deeply tired. I am uh, but I know for a fact we're chucking to Halloween. Mm -hmm. So tonight I imagine a lot of people are just fucking chilling out, right? Like you got your mold. Whatever it is, sure. you're sparking it to the fucking dome. I would go, I got some new, they got some new fancy joints over Uh-oh. at the my favorite uh, weed store here in LA, and they put the key fall around them, and it's so nice that you uh. can just go and like, it's the two puffs, the puff, puff, and then I'm right in the right place where I'm not like... I'm not staring at my feet. Right. like If I did four puffs, like I'm not like playing with my fingers, like I'm a newborn. Right. It's nice to be able to just focus on a movie and let your mind go. It does. But we seem have so like much. A, it seems like the joints are a little too strong. You would, you know, it is nice to get a, a purposeful, purposefully choosing a middle level one is actually right. really nice. Right.
2: All right, so Haunted of Hill House, highly recommend. Uh, What's another Halloween pick that you got? I got a couple of more films here that I I will highly recommend. Well, I remember The Black Code's Daughter.
1: Okay. That's something to check out. It is very subtle, very scary, Raw was fantastic. Yeah, Raw was Raw is another one that was very, very fantastic. And then I believe you and I have one in in common, which is Revenge. Yes. Which was, Revenge is a really good movie. I will say it's a little rough in terms of the sexual assault content. Yes. But unlike other, because a lot of rape revenge movies, they will make a meal out of the beginning assault that, that then gets to, then you have to basically, it's like 45 women, minutes of a woman being assaulted and she gets a half an hour of revenge.
2: Well, and that's where, that was my number one issue with I Spit on Your Grave, which is... It's it's a classic, but the first, yeah, it's literally the first hour. I'm just like, oh, my God, kill these people already. (laughs) Yes. Um, But I think revenge did a much better job of that balance.
1: Yes, of 25 minutes of it's a bad time and then an hour of fucking revenge. And I will say it's fucking great.
2: And I love a good revenge horror trope because there's nothing like righteous indignation when you get to cheer the death. Of people, that's you know, when you, when, when, you, when you have someone who is coming out, getting their revenge. And this film, speaking of, it's basically what happens is this, this gal, uh, it's, a, it's an isolation film as well, which is, which is common in these kind of tropes. Last House yes. on the Left, very similar when it comes to isolation in the middle of the woods, no one around. Uh, that's another great revenge trope film. Um, but the, basically, uh, this gal, she's assaulted and she quickly becomes Rambo. Like she, yes. she survives a, a catastrophic situation that you're like, there's no way she's going to live. And then it was almost Mandy-esque where she's just like, and now I'm the biggest badass on earth. And you're just like, okay, I, I believe it.
1: She jumps because her rage makes her. Die. It's really fucking good. Yeah, it's really really good. Uh, and, but I would say also tonight, there's a lot of people that kind of fo- want to focus on. Uh, what's nice is to focus on ghosts and shit. Yeah. So I would say tonight, a really this is a really good time to see Hereditary. This okay. This is a really really good fucking time to sit. That's the, if you want to do that second showing of it if you haven't seen it twice already. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, honestly, especially, I was trying to think of this, another good well, s- ghost my, story. My favorite so. ghost movie of October, Hereditary,
2: obviously fantastic, Hell House LLC. It's great. That is a great ghost film. Basically, this this crew they they do uh, haunted houses every year, and they found this location. And they're like, it's the scariest place ever, and it's outside of the city. Yada yada yada, and it turns out perhaps the ghosts are real. And the way that it all lays out, it's a it's a faux documentary style, and so that can be when that is not done right, it is like the worst. I hate well, when faux documentaries are just. Are you horrible. like that?
1: Or do you like found footage? Because like Sometimes. I'm a. I am a found – Natalie and I are found footage like maniacs. We love doing it. Only we if like,
2: sometimes found footage – it just has to be done right. And you also have to have a situation where it makes sense to have cameras everywhere. And in Hell yes. House, uh, they really do because obviously they're filming and it's a haunted house and you got people going through. So it makes sense that you get the angles that you get. It makes sense uh, why, why are they filming this whole thing. But, um, and it, but, the, something- but the scares there are legit.
1: But if it's good too at the same time, it's like I don't mind. I can do the uh what's the term? The uh the what's the term for like I can imagine whatever it is. Like right. the believability. Oh, like, sure. it doesn't always need to follow like rules. Like I don't really care about that eventually. Oh, yeah, I it does so- get to
2: yeah, I'll suspend disbelief. I mean, I'm 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 quick to turn that button off. Yeah,
0: there's a a, a movie that actually kind of elegantly solves that found footage thing is um, Unfriended, and uh, yes, Un- it Unfriended, does Unfriended Two, which I watched last night. Unfriended Two, pretty good. Dark Dark Web. Yeah. That I actually thought that was really good, and it, it starts off as silly. Like, why would I pay fifteen dollars to see someone's desktop in a theater? But then the way they incorporate all the pop-ups and yep. all the, the footage that actually could feasibly take place and it feasibly be on a on a screen. That,
2: that did make sense. Not a ghost movie, but yes, that's a really solid found uh, – is that uh, – that's not found it's footage. It's almost – I mean
0: it, it could be found footage because – somebody could be recording a screen, you know? Sure, I guess That's the sort of, and the guy actually says in the movie, I'm recording everything that's happening on the screen. Right,
2: right, right. Yeah, that movie, I was was happy that they somehow made that exciting, because, yes, uh, in theory it sounds extremely boring, but they did a good job, so I highly recommend Unfriended, The Dark Web.
1: I will tell you a thing to not do is to see Truth or Dare. Oh my truth God! Or dare is not good. I will say this: Truth or Dare
2: as a drinking game is kind of fun. Where it's just sure. any, anything stupid. Anytime there's a dare, anytime there's a truth, uh, have a little drink. Kind of fun with your friends. Don't do it alone, or otherwise it's a really big problem, and you'll probably die of alcohol poisoning. Um, but the. Problem with Truth or Dare is the dares are not like nearly in the same wheelhouse
1: sometimes. No, one some, one is like half sex the other boy, half <laughs> yeah. sex with the other boy. The other one's like walking on the roof. Yeah, it's like a whole bunk- of vodka. bullshit. So that's pretty impossible to watch. Uh
2: they but, uh, uh, but then again, it is also it is not it's not unwatchable though. It's, it's in the, it's it's kind yeah, of. Yeah, it if appears
1: with, on your television. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> like. but I'm saying if you have like friends over and you want to laugh at a movie and you know no one's going to be really quiet, you know, this is kind of, it's a, it's a fun, dumb movie to put on.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of another good serious one. This was its just a great time. For, does anybody else go to see ha- ha- Halloween Horror Nights? You don't do Haunted Houses anymore, right? Cause well,
2: all- the last, so this is what happened with the Haunted Houses. We did one, oh, must have been six or seven years ago. It was Marcus, Henry, and I, and our, our girlfriends at the time, I believe. Henry gets separated from the group, from John Wayne Gacy, who was a horrible John I got John
1: pulled Wayne into the basement of John Wayne Gacy. It was fun. Yeah, but you didn't, then we couldn't go through it with Henry any longer. Yeah, it cut my experience in half. I just walked out of the out of the basement, and then I was outside of the horror house. And I, was yeah. like, I didn't get to see
2: the rest of it. No, and <laughs> I don't know why that happened. And number two,
1: there was a Jack the Ripper. And
2: again, it's hard for me to like turn my brain off in these situations. I'm like, dude, you're just a failed actor. And he was extremely gropy He was very gropy Extremely And that's I almost punched to, him
1: in the face. But Halloween Horror Nights is not like that. It's very... Uh, it's very... Not for kids, okay. But it's it's very it's much more on the style side. These are not they're not hiring fucking maniacs to do this shit. Well, I like, see it's very Hollywood, which is technically would mean it should be gropey, But there's right. no pro- Hollywood professionals there, so you should be safe. I see. We did have that story last week where there was
2: the person who really stabbed their friend because they were given a real knife at a haunted house, and the guy was. Oh, like,
1: but stab you him. know it's a real knife. You I get, don't know. They just got caught up in the fucking spirit. I. Do- but
2: that's horrifying. That's yes. A- Anyway, so I would also recommend in a movie that is not so much of a haunting variety, but more of a what the hell happened to the world dystopian hell future, The Domestics. Did you have a chance to see The Domestics?
1: I thought it was okay. I I thought it was okay. I thought I like, if I was going to choose an action horror, I would probably watch Train to Busan. Mm hmm. Okay. Even though I don't like zombie movies anymore, but it's a good version of a zombie movie. I do like that. Uh, I will say with the domestics,
2: um, you know, with the, like, I think there must have been some sort of big explosion. We don't really know what happened to the world, but basically these people, um, they find out the entire world that they're living in. It's, uh, I mean, all rules are out the window and everyone's kind of going back to their animal roots. We got some cannibalism in it. And then my favorite part is when we have the montage scene of them setting up the, the, uh, the suburban traps and yeah like, that kind of gives you like the the burbs type vibe and you know that people are about to uh you know c- kind of get messed up there I thought the kills were pretty dope and that's another one who has a really strong female uh lead in it as well and I thought the uh, yeah I thought domestics if you want to have a good time it's not I wouldn't say it's scary but it is it's 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 chilling in its own way
0: it's fun it's fun I will say the last time I had like a pulse pounding i actually was scared during a movie i don't know if this really counts as a horror movie but have have you seen green room oh
2: yeah green Green room's room's great Great. when patrick stewart shows up you that that gave green room so much legitimacy i was like this movie is now like next level it's basically about a band that's performing uh and they're a punk band and they don't realize they're performing in an alt-right white supremacist um like I guess, kind of camp. Yeah. Uh, And anyway, things slowly go down from there. Patrick Stewart plays one of the leaders of the white supremacist group, and it he's really good
1: in it. Nazis, neo-Nazis are scary. You sneak up, you don't realize all of a sudden you've been at a neo-Nazi event because you thought you were at a punk event. Natalie always talked about that back in her punk days, that they would just kind of slide in the side, and then all the punks would have to beat them out of the room because that's what happens.
0: The scene in that movie that scares me the most is the uh – the one of the girls is looking out through a crack in the door, and she sees that the kids waiting outside have uh, red laces on their boots, which is a signal that they've killed people. And then that's yes. when sort of everything blows up. It's very yeah. Scary. It was pretty
1: great because I like weird. I like when it's real like that too. It's kind yes. of like uh, uh, that's the the real horror stuff, which is why Devil's Rejects is the fucking. Best Oof. shit in the world. Cannot wait
2: for what is it? Three from Hell. Cannot wait. Three from um, Hell. Um, speaking uh, of which, when it comes to that kind of green room experience, we had a similar situation when we did our European tour, where <laughs> we went to. This was when we were in Manchester, Manchester. I believe, and uh, we ended up booking this venue sight unseen. It was wonderful, and everyone was incredible, and we love you all so much. But we I can't, can't wait. In- I want to do that
1: show. I want to do that fucking venue
2: again. It was so fucking creepy. It was right away. I think we've told the story. It's like a half a block. We're, we're like two blocks away from the prison that held Carl Panzeram. I mean, we were in like scary town. And thank God that everyone was so nice because we all did look at each other and be like, this could go either way. Like we could, if we do, if we are going to get killed at any live show, be like this would be this the would place be it, to do it.
1: Which is, I was pretty excited for. I was like, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down like this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So that, uh, check out Green Room. Also, Henry, have you watched this one, The Children? No. The children is pretty good. Uh, it is what you can imagine. The children have their revenge. It's sort of the opposite of mom and dad uh, in that sense. And I think it's, it's well worth a watch. Scary kids, man. I don't know. Where is it? Uh, where, where would you find the children? I believe that was on Netflix – um, or maybe it was on Shutter, or maybe it was on iTunes. One of those
1: three. <laughs> uh, and this is a a full on recommendation. Again, we're not paid for this shit because they I, they won't give us any money. No. But Shutter is fantastic. Like that that whole like you're really not gonna do wrong. No. By thumbing through Shutter, especially on a night like tonight, where you could go through and find. Some really good deep cuts, Some yep. genuinely scary shit. Terrified is supposed to be very, very good. Jackie, keep talking about it. Okay, she yes. said it was fucked. She said it was fucked up, and I was like, "Great." Shutter is it's the best four ninety nine or five ninety nine a month. It's totally worth it. Um, See, and that's they all have all this shit, and now they have a bunch of uh, Hitchcock on it. Yeah, all the Halloweens. I was like trying to, but that Joe Bob's Briggs, the the fucking that marathon. Is so, so entertaining, yeah. and it's supposed to be coming back really in, uh, Thanksgiving, and they're going to do a Thanksgiving thing, and they're going to do a Christmas thing.
2: Joe Bob Briggs is a, he is a classic classic horror movie host, and yeah, if you get a chance, watch it. It starts with him talking for about fifteen minutes, but it's not like the Mark Maron podcast where you want to fast forward. You're actually his stories are really kind of. Old, old yarns in his own way. He's got a really so unique way about man. him. Uh, I absolutely love him. So, yes. Uh, also, ch- um, Shudder, if you just, if you watch the TV, Shudder does Shudder TV, you'll remember to watch certain movies that maybe you wouldn't have watched. I just watched Wolf Cop, uh, which is like <laughs> super corny. Oh, um, yeah. But Wolf really Cop. great.
1: Really fun. Wolf Cop. Man, they got all of the Dead or Alives. Have you ever seen Dead or Alive? I don't think I have, actually.
2: Ooh. Is that a television series?
1: No, dude, it's a fucking uh, Takashi Miike. Made, oh. He's got some some of my favorite films in the world. Were done by Takashi Miike, and it is a fucking righteous. Did he do uh, the audition? Fest. He did the he did the audition. Uh, Itchy the Killer, oh. Thirteen Assassins. Ah, uh, very Woo! good. Thirteen fucking assassins. Yeah. Woo! And the new one, the Soul of the Blade of the Immortal, was also fucking dope as. But this is, not, this is not a time for Asian action recommendations. Well, that'll come a little bit later on. Although I guess it fits into the Halloween
2: genre. There's a lot of death, a lot of blood, a lot of violence. I think it could work. Um, the more the better. The last film that I saw in the theaters, I have to say, the, the new Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis brings it. It is probably my favorite out of the Halloween franchise. I think this is you. My you liked it that much. I, I almost, I liked it better than the original. I, I mean, it's not, it's not that it's not a replacement of the original. It's the, I guess, it's, I mean, in my mind. This is the Jamie Lee Curtis character story arc. Yeah, it ends That's here. Uh, I forgot all about when she was a university professor. I forgot all about <laughs> every other Halloween except for Halloween one. And the new Halloween, and I thought it was it was just phenomenal. The kills were so perfect, and there's a scene in it that it starts with these two people, and the audience that the audience was like, okay, these two people are super annoyed. They're trying to record um, Michael Myers, and he's like, initially he's like, we're here, Mr. Myers, we're we're doing I a podcast. Say, no, I, don't,
1: I don't want you to fucking. Oh, I don't, don't blow no, it. I, I, no, don't blow it on me. Yeah, I got to see it. Oh, you it. haven't seen you it yet? You haven't seen it.
2: No, oh, I haven't seen it. Shit. Oh, no. Okay, well, there's a scene that involves podcasters that you're going to love,
1: Henry. You have to Dude, see it. Dude, it's all of this, man. Podcasters, true crime podcasters are showing up in a
0: lot of movies. We're getting and blown up. I want them all
1: dead in
2: every movie. Yeah, I'm like, you always yeah, you yeah, you kill, just, them, kill them. I don't want to feel like I'm at work. <laughs> and uh, yeah.
0: I have a couple non-spoiler notes. Uh, there is a scene in Halloween where Jamie Lee Curtis is eating yogurt Uh, They don't they don't sort of make reference to her. She's just eating yogurt. You can't not think of Activia, though, when she's eating yogurt. Laurie Strode's house has closets. Why would she even have closets in her house? If I were Laurie Strode, I I, I would be living in a corn silo holding a sword.
1: No. Well, you know what it would be? It's the. it's having a truly open concept
2: house. That's what you want. That's what you want. Um, all right. Well, those are just a couple of movies that we got into, sunk our teeth into this October. And yes. you know, the, it, it's the unlimited treasure trove of, uh, of horror because it's been around now for so long. And God. again, as Henry said, get, get, get on shutter, just do a deep dive. Like we're just discovering Tourist
1: Trap. That's from 1976. Those 70s horror movies are so much fun. Yeah, they really are. I'm so sad that it's over. I'm so sad that fucking Halloween's already come and gone. It's always so fast.
2: it does go by fast. And now, as we talked about before, the skeletons are going to be removed from all the Dwayne Reeds and all the Walgreens, and they're going to be replaced by turkeys, and we know we're in the Thanksgiving season. And sometimes people just jump right into Christmas. So who knows what's going to happen November 1st. It'll be a whole new world.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just nice that I can uh it's just nice that I like we got married in October. We're like set for the it's it's nice to be a part of the celebrations. Uh way before we get Done. I mean, I guess we're going to leave. The one thing we probably need to talk about really quick is, I guess, very quickly just talk about the middle school girls who plotted to kill their classmates. Oh, sure. They, they got busted uh, by a robocall saying that they were skipping class, and so they went and found them in a bathroom with a scissor, a knife, a goblet in which they planned to murder 15 of their classmates, an 11 and a 12 year old. Right. They planned to murder 15 of their classmates and drink their blood. Uh huh. Um, now, evidently, yeah, the girls, they said they
2: want to, as, as Henry just mentioned, mentioned uh they wanted to kill 15 of their peers with a uh, scissors i believe and they said they wanted to leave body parts at the entrance of the school so um i don't know what's going on with right. our 11 and 12 year olds but between the slenderman stabbings
1: and now this i don't know if the kids are all right but you know what i will say is that technically what i i do believe it's a little cute it's kind of a cute it's now what, like cute now little what devil part worshippers. of it what part of it to you
2: is cute exactly
1: Well they're really bushing it out like it's very Memphis uh West Memphis three style where they're like these devil worshipers. And I was like, they're 11 right. and 12. Yes, exactly. They just learned about the power of Satan. I don't know if they're going to murder people necessarily. Obviously this is very controversial.
2: No, I hope I, like- No, we definitely don't encourage them to. So you're saying, I mean, in the, from the aspect of like young friendship, we all had friends when we were 11 and 12. I can see them like them plotting. This is their children and they're little girls, so I
1: do wonder, it's like, what you guys
2: doing in there? And they're then just they just cha- like, They're we're, technically, we're just
1: technically, they kind of think it's fun. Right. You know what I mean? And I know that it's not. I know no. that it's not. I am saying that it's it's kind of funny that they went to all this effort to kill all these kids. They, it's gonna, it's gonna, they don't really understand what they were doing. I don't think so. I mean, so. I don't think they do. Um, they said they were powered by the devil himself, which yes. is just like, I mean, he's just got so many others that he has to like deal with he's got other there are other people it's like you know he's talking to Jared Kushner every day there's really not <laughs> a lot for him to get going when he's got like he's dealing with affairs of the on the national sure level like, yeah I don't know if he's gonna help these little girls well um fight for him in middle y- school yes I
2: don't think that the uh that the the peers of these girls are really on the devil's hit list we had a chance Brooke and I went to uh, a Sunday um, uh, brunch movie at Nighthawk which is just a fun, phenomenal cinema if you get a chance check out Nighthawk cinema here in Williamsburg and we saw The Adams Family so in a Wednesday Adams kind of way uh, this is it's mildly adorable but then of course it's also real life and it's not a film so they could have actually killed people they said uh, that this is what they wanted to do they said we're willing to drink blood and possibly eat flesh uh, which, which I do like they just they left it open they
1: possibly will eat some flesh you know maybe I don't know it depends on the mood te- it's just technical. <laughs> (laughs) I just think it's kind of cute that they thought these things, but I know it's not. It's not. It's it's just, but it is. It's like the Adams family. I feel like Gomez looking at my kids and being like, you little whippersnappers. Come on, let's go. That's not how you do that. (laughs)
2: they They wanted to wait for the smaller students, overpower them, and then kill them. Obviously, horrible. And then they wanted to commit suicide at the end, which these are 11. I will say they are 11 and 12. This is quite an elaborate idea quite an elaborate plot like just maybe like whatever happened to Polly Pocket remember that that was a little toy people could play with
1: I tell you what happened the true crime boom happened they view it as they see it on Instagram. They see us living the spooky hashtag spooky spooky life hashtag um, spoopy. They don't really understand where they're they're processing it in a way that's probably a little bit more intense than most people want to hear about it. Right. But I, you know, I feel like you give them some time, they'll cool out. Of
2: course they will. And you know, just we like to watch the macabre and all these kinds of things, but we also pet our dogs and we're very nice. And I mean, our fans, I, the. I think the horror community, the true crime community, is some of the nicest human beings on the face of the planet. We're just interested uh, in humanity in an anthropological type way. Uh, yeah, and, if right, you, so-
1: and I get the idea of you're searching for the the essence of true evil and stuff, but that's not necessarily me. Just because you like this stuff doesn't necessarily mean you are trying to grasp the the true black diamond at the center of true evil. No, I like to watch basketball, but I'm not... I can't be... I played basketball for
2: 15 minutes and I'm still sore, and that was eight months ago. Um, I remember uh, you tried. I know, I tried. Uh, This is according to a warrant from the police department. They said... Uh, killing of all uh, regarding the girls, killing of all of these students was in hopes it would make them worse sinners, ensuring that after they killed themselves, they would go to hell so they could be with Satan. So sure, it's, it's the mind of children, but you know, see, it's anyway. cute.
1: It's like cute, and kind of fun. It's kind of.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: It's a cute time. You know what I mean? It's Uh, just what it is. It's just them, it's two kids bonding. It's essentially a bonding moment.
2: They will be friends for life. I'm pretty sure about that. Or maybe one becomes very evangelical. We might have a salt and pepper situation where. Unfortunately, I believe that
1: they will be uh, legally separated.
2: Ah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. A couple of stories. We'll be back next week. We're actually going to record from the road uh, next week, which we're quite excited about. We'll be in Dallas, Texas, um, and so that'll be exciting. We can't wait to see everyone in Texas and Dallas and Austin, Oklahoma City, and of course we'll be in Washington, D.C. the Sunday before for the
1: uh, Crime Con, or what's it called? The uh, True Crime Fest. That'll Where's be super The True dope? Crime Fest is going to be sweet as fuck. We're going to be in D.C., the most evil city in the country, having fun walking around. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be uh and then holy shit we're hitting the road motherfuckers yep and of
2: course we'll see y'all see y'all in chicago when we're doing our little special there cannot wait um anything
1: else henry no man all right i'm great i'm feeling i'm feeling strong i'm feeling tight it's fucking halloween i hope you're safe i hope you're feeling yep. festive i hope you're out there like fucking either if you're gonna go out fucking good luck There's spirits out Get there Be careful and, and if not, what I would say is you sit back, man, you fucking cheave that fucking leaf. Dude. Oh, also uh, qu- and you watch yourself some scary shit. Uh, the First Purge as well. That movie I just re- I love the first purge.
2: The first purge. Well, well worth it. Actually, quite kind of an intellectual
1: film in its own right regarding the government and all that kind of stuff. So But we'll also definitely talk about how the purge is, especially at uh haunted places, like when it's doing Halloween horror nights, it's definitely the hack side of everything. Oh I now can they see just that. do they'll do a purge thing now because because it's easy but that's not what's fun i miss witches mhm
2: absolutely but the first purge that franchise as dumb as it sounded in theory it actually has turned out to be pretty good uh, yeah man i
1: love it it's uh, the all it's the only series as far as i'm concerned that all the sequels are better than the first one
2: yeah i think so too the first one basically just a home invasion movie and then they really blow out the world
1: and i think it's quite interesting election year i love room. it i love I it absolutely um so remember uh i hope you strive Dance and fuck this week. Oh. Maybe that's what it is. Strive, reach, uh-huh.
2: and fuck. That's right. That's right. All and week it, long, man. And this is what I tell Henry when he's all stressed out. I say, You strive for success, doesn't mean you have to stress for success. What?
1: All I honestly, right. I, I honestly <laughs> wish you had said this. To I did say it. Past. Marcus. I like, would be nice if you did say it. I this. did say it. All right, everyone, hail yourselves. Hail Satan.
2: Mugustalations. Hail me. Happy Halloween!
1: Happy Halloween. With chocolate treats mixed into dark chocolate ice cream, the Tillamook Chocolate Collection is a chocolate game changer. Because the thing that pairs best with chocolate is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection ice cream. Extraordinary
0: dairy.